the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And together we represent Your Car Insiders. By the way, we're it. They're just the two of us. Yep. But from there, good morning to all of you out there listening. Today we're going to talk about a few different things, but probably the main focus today is going to be on why with payments now averaging close to 68 months on a new car loan and monthly payments at 500 a month, perhaps it's time to understand leasing a little bit better. You know, and before we do that, I just want to talk about a couple of things because there's a, there's a word that always comes to mind in my brain when people talk about things that happen in the car business, and it's called scrutinized. Now, we're not a religious show. We're not a political show. We're a show about the car business. But unless you're living under a rock, you had to have seen some of the things that went on this week with Wells Fargo Bank. Now, I kind of got a kick out of, not a kick out of any of it, because my daughter was actually affected by this. And, but what I got a what I saw was when the senator was grilling the CEO of Wells Fargo and he was talking about she was he, she was she was asking him questions and he couldn't answer them. And he, she kept coming that I'll take that as a no. I'll take that as a no. Now, the th- reason I'm bringing this up is because it's not just the car business. It's just that the car business is super scrutinized. Now, the thing that bugs me, it's the last thing I'm saying about the Wells Fargo thing, is of the 190 or $195 million that the government is making Wells Fargo pay back, well, they're not really paying it back. They're giving all but $5 million goes to the government. The other $5 million gets broken down, and they're thinking it's going to be about $25 a person that was affected. Folks, it's not just the car business. There's the drug company that bought the EpiPens. Well, I, I don't know all the details, but without getting into that part of it, I think we can agree that you know it's not just the auto industry, it, it, whether it's cable, <laughs> whether it's you know, my the mo- construction industry. It took four months, four months to straighten out my cable company bill after we moved. It's it's almost like you got to watch everything. Now, here was a funny thing. It was kind of ironic that a gentleman that we helped is a radio show listener that 
does appliance repairs. Super great guy, and I helped him buy three new vans for his new venture with his company. I've only helped him get two. So we were talking about some things, and I needed a washing machine. I opened up the wash the other day, and smoke came out. Not good. So when you have a machine that's seven years old, you don't fix it. And Tom was doing the best he could at getting me stuff directly through a distributor. And I wasn't interested because I don't want to put it all together. So unbeknownst to me, I wasn't even thinking about it, but the dryer that we have is a gas dryer. And the washer that we have obviously is electric, but they're stackable machines. So I went into three stores looking at appliances and it just because I was killing, you know, I shouldn't say, went to two stores. And they were all like, you know, well, I'm not sure if you can stack your Samsung dryer on your Samsung washing machine. So my tape measure is telling me that the washer that I'm buying and the washer that I'm throwing away fits. It's the same measurements. Why wouldn't it fit? So my wife and I are walking around in a, in a store and there are signs everywhere in the store. Buy your appliances by 3 o'clock. Have them delivered by tomorrow. Now, we talk to the gal. We figure out that the dryer probably doesn't need to be replaced. We buy the washing machine, and she puts all the information, and she says, well, my first delivery date's a week from Monday. We were there on Saturday. And I looked at her and said, the sign says, buy appliances by 3 o'clock, they're delivered tomorrow. And we didn't buy anything. But as we were walking out and I said something to the girl at customer service, she thought it was kind of funny. And I said, what's funny about you having a sign in a store that says have buy by three and have by? It says that you'll do one thing and you won't. Right. So then we drove across the street to Best Buy. And I walked in, and the young man was real, real helpful, and he had a problem with the computer, and we were really patient with him. And we looked at a couple of things, and we buy the washer, and you have to buy hoses. They will not deliver a washing machine and hook it up to your new hoses, your old hoses. So who cares? It's 28 bucks for the hoses. They deliver it for free. They charge you 15 bucks to take your washing machine away. Now, I was kind of nice because I had the washing machine waiting at the curb when he got there. So... I just didn't have to put it in the back of the pickup truck and take it to the dump. But what was really different was they gave you the 8 to 12 window to drop off the dryer. And Dane is shaking his head and he's laughing. The guy called at 7.30 in the morning and said, I'll be there in 20 minutes. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm buying lottery tickets. You're lucky. That's a fact. And the, the one thing for sure, gosh, do I hate those windows of time provided by companies that you're depending on to either you know connect yeah. things or take care of things. And they try to spend nine hours of your day. little tidbit on that. Make sure that they call you about 20 to 30 minutes before they're going to be there. Otherwise, don't make the appointment. little separate tip. Yeah. But that's not what we came to yeah, talk and about exactly. today. Exactly. And all I was talking about with that is it's not just the car business. You got to watch. It's almost like everything you do today. But Dana sent an article and he sent the text. And the two article, the article and the text, I don't know if he thought about it when he sent it, but it was so ironic that he sent the article and the article had to do with cars you shouldn't buy.
Now, because so, of how much they depreciate. And some of them you just shouldn't buy just because of what they are. We agree on that, Gary. Okay, and we don't. We're not here. But the funny thing was, when I got up this morning and I was walking around the house, I looked at my phone and it said, I want to talk about leasing. Now, I will tell you this right now. There is nobody that I know that understands how a lease works better than Dana does. And I get it. But if I got a 95 on the test, he would get 100 plus he'd answer the extra credit question at the end. It is not a bad word. But the problem with the lease and this is what the and it is a problem if you don't know what you're looking at and don't know how to read the contract and don't understand all the verbiage that's when you can get yourself in trouble but when you when Dana mentions these things about the average term of a car loan is 68 months the average payment is over 500. Now, I don't know too many cars that have a full factory warranty, not just a powertrain warranty, that will take you to 68 months without buying a warranty. Now, what I look at is if you're the kind of person that drives a car till it has 140,000 miles on it and you're not going to trade it in and you don't care about the resale, there's times that you still need to consider leasing a car because if there's a $3,000 lease bonus cash that has nothing to do with the purchase, you're giving $3,000 away by buying the car. Well, think about this. When, when someone purchases a vehicle, and for now, let's just say that they're not trading in a car and they're just going to go out and buy a new vehicle. Well, no matter what they purchase, if they purchase it you know, from a dealership, they're going to pay sales tax. And when you pay sales tax, depending on the municipality, it's going to be around 8%. So you pick out a $40,000 car, you pay $3,200 in tax. $30,000 car, the math is 2400 and it goes on and on. So from there, that's one of the big differences between a lease and a purchase right off the bat. You're not paying sales tax on the purchase price of what you're buying. You're paying sales tax simply on the monthly payment that is you know, negotiated in the transaction. And a lot of times people seem to be under kind of a goofy impression that you don't get to negotiate on a lease. I don't know who told you that, if you've ever heard that. If you think that, you're wrong and you're thinking wrong. And unfortunately, sometimes, again, perception of something, not reality, affects people's decisions. Now, Dana mentioned something about local tax. If you go into Avondale and you buy a car, and I'm making up numbers, and the sales tax is 7.8%, and you register the car in Scottsdale, and Scottsdale sales tax is 9%. You're going to get an adjusted statement. It's not going to match what you signed at the dealership. But these are the things that Dana and I understand about leases. Now, there are certain states that do not allow the taxes to be paid in the monthly payment. You have to pay the taxes up front. And a, a thing you have to be really careful there, and I'm just going to use an example. I believe, and I'm pretty sure I'm correct, if you lease a car in New York and you pay all the taxes up front. You're required to. And you move to Arizona 
and you register the car in Arizona, you, you, be- you pay- begin to pay sales tax on your payment. Now, the one biggest mistake that people make in leasing a car and their lack of understanding is this. They say they want to own the car. Well, unless you walk in and write a check, you don't own anything because the bank owns the car until you make the final payment. When we come back, you know, we're going to probably spend the rest of the morning talking about how leases work, how certain cars it's beneficial to lease, you know, the, the things that people say, well, I don't want to lease because I drive too many miles. I don't want to lease because I want to own what I have. I don't want to lease because of the restrictions. And, and more importantly, I actually did go to the dictionary to look up the definition of the word lease, and it says a contract by which one party conveys land, property, services, etc., to another for a specified time, usually in return for a periodic payment. Now, did that sound like voodoo economics to you? Because it doesn't to me. You can reach Gary at 602 602- 525-1370. You can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions, located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. His service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? 
Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Krill Omega 50 Plus combines krill oil with ultra pure fish oil in one tiny pill, and it promotes your joint health, your heart health, your arteries, brain function, and even your eye health. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus today. Just pay for shipping, and we'll send you a free bottle. Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person, and if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we'd like to send out a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. They are the, the Volkswagen dealer for the people. You know, during the break, Dana and I were chatting about something, and, you know, he's absolutely correct. It's very unfortunate that the salesperson that you're dealing with in certain dealerships may have less of an understanding of a lease than you do, and you don't know anything about it. And there was an instance once, and I thought it was kind of funny, and I always laugh at Dana's face when he told me the story. When the salesman looked at Dana's client and said, folks, let me tell you about the 72-month super preferred lease that we offer. Folks, if if the first number... In the lease contract for the term, doesn't start with a three, which means 36 months, 39 months. Mercedes-Benz sometimes runs a special at 33 months. You need to understand that the big thing is this. If you buy a car and you finance the same amount at the same interest rate for the same term, No matter what the car is, the payment's going to be the same. Now, Dana's going to talk a little bit right now, and I'm going to shut up because I want him to explain why two cars that are the same price from two different manufacturers or even the same manufacturer won't have the same lease payment. Well, um, I'd be happy to. And, you know, before arguably describing that... um the, the key, I guess, is what Gary just said. And, and it's not simply the, the salespeople that, that often don't know. It, it's often the managers that don't know or often they actually do know and they have their own agenda of what they're trying to accomplish, which is, of course, a, a scenario which is you know not good for anyone. But when Gary was describing the young lady at the, you know, facility offering the washing machine, 
and didn't understand whether or not the same brand in the same size being gas or electric would fit is kind of the same type of thing that happens at car dealerships when, as an example, Ford, great trucks, great vehicles along the way, some better than others, but as a whole, Fords don't really lease that well. Gary, do you agree or disagree? I would say here's there's a word. It's called cemented. And unless there's a special lease program on a Fusion, there might be every once in a while a lease special on an Edge or an Explorer. Escape. Escape. Unless, you know, you're not, my record, you're not going to walk into Ford and lease an F-150. Well, and, and the reason for this is is not because, you know, Ford trucks aren't great, because they are great. The The problem is that they're they're just not leasing. Is not they don't there. put the programs on them. They don't, and they used to way back when in red carpet leases. But maybe without boring each other with that part of it, and getting back to just today, what ends up happening is there are certain brands, like Gary alluded to, or certain models within certain brands that regardless of how close they are in sticker price, can have a substantially different lease structure. The the example I gave of, you know, say a Ford sedan, unless, and by the word, the, the term subvented means that the manufacturer is kind of kicking in money to lower the rate or kick in extra cash of some sort to make the payment lower. That's that's what subvented means. If a lease isn't subvented by them, as an example, then they're typically not going to be competitive with a similar vehicle, say, as an example, a Camry or an Accord or, you know, an Altima, as an example. Those vehicles typically will have both higher residuals, meaning that it's going to depreciate less. And and that's kind of, you know, something that I want to talk about when you purchase a vehicle. It, it's not an investment. It, it's a tool. It, it's a it, depreciating asset. And ultimately, as a depreciating asset, and you know, joked about this years and years and years ago, and I mean, this is 25 years ago at least, a person would come in and you know, they'd agree to a payment of, say, 400 or 500 a month for five years because they didn't have six and seven and eight-year loans back then. And so on a five-year term, they'd pay maybe 400 a month, something like that. Over the course of the loan, they'd pay $24,000 in payments on the loan. And at the end of the five-year period, they'd have a 75,000-mile five-year-old car. Very, and so as an investment advisor... If I was your guy, I might not be the guy you kept if I gave you that kind of advice. You know, and Dana just said something, you know, I always joke and I don't joke. I, I always think about things in a certain way. And I'm going to go back to when I started in the car business, because what they always wanted us to tell people when you wanted to talk to them about a lease, they would always say, use this. John Paul Getty. One of his famous quotes Buy what appreciates, lease what depreciates. Now, when you buy a car, there's a truth in lending statement box on the contract. There's almost the same kind of thing in a lease contract. And the only thing that's not disclosed is the money factor, which is actually another term for the interest rate. But I always look at this. I don't believe a home's an investment. 
Okay, I think a home is a forced savings plan. Because if you buy a house and you pay for it over the 30 years, obviously you lived in it. By the time you're paying off all of the interest that you paid on the home, when you sell the house, you paid more money over the 30 years than you just recouped at the end. Now, if you can... The one thing for sure Gary is saying, and if you're hearing it... um, (laughs) I mean, it's so crystal clear is that ultimately it is not an investment when you're buying a vehicle. Right. It it is absolutely not an investment of any kind. Now, don't get me wrong. If my parents could have paid the $18,000 in cash that the house was worth when they bought it brand new in 1958 and sold it for close to 400,000, you know, almost 30 some odd years later, there's... There's a difference, and actually it was more than 30 years. She lived in the house almost 40 years. But the key, again, is you deserve to own it. If you've paid all the payments, you've made 30 years of payments, you've paid all the interest over the life of that loan, whatever it is, you deserve to own it. Same thing with the car. However, often when you purchase the vehicle, kind of like Gary alluded to earlier in the show, well, not too many cars come with a 68-month warranty. Not to, in fact, I don't know of any other than the powertrain warranty on a Kia. And so leaving that alone, um, when you purchase a vehicle, not only are you paying all the sales tax, not only are you, of course, financing it at an interest rate, which is going to either be competitive with a lease rate or not be, but then when you go into the business office to do your paperwork, you now have a tremendous amount of exposure for you know, mechanical repairs and things that you would not face if you were not obligated for such a long-term loan. And if you're having to finance that long, chances are you can't afford a big surprise. 602-525-1370 is my number. And if you'd like to reach Dana, it's 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. Is your bank, brokerage, or insurance company telling you to buy an annuity? Don't do it. They have very limited access to the highest rates available. You need solutions, not someone pitching you a product. Call for your free safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. Also, join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show on Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7.30 a.m. on 960 The Patriot. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk real clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. 
I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. To kind of go back to what Gary had, had referenced when it comes to potentially looking at leasing a vehicle versus a different vehicle. As an example, there are certain models that because of desirability, they, they don't have a, a subsidized interest rate or a subsidized money factor. And that word money factor can be translated to an interest rate as simply as breathing. It's not voodoo economics either. It's it's just a way to calculate the interest that is on a lease versus calculating the conventional interest on a conventional loan. But what ends up happening is if you pick a vehicle that has a higher retained value, you're paying for depreciation on a lease. So the higher the vehicle holds its value over time, then, of course, the less depreciation occurs over that period of time. And so if you're looking to purchase a vehicle and you're trying to keep your payment as low as possible, then logic would dictate that you might want to consider a vehicle that holds its value well and leasing it. Because if we just take a $20,000 car, any $20,000 car, doesn't have to be any particular brand, Add tax, add license to it, you're up to at least twenty-two grand. It's actually more, but you're at least there. You get a competitive interest rate, and by the time you add the interest to it, you're close to twenty-four thousand dollars. Twenty thousand by the time you add interest, tax, and license, assuming that you have good credit, is close to twenty-four thousand dollars that is going to now have to be paid when you take $400 a month on a $20,000 car, that's real math. Is it real math, Gary, or am I making it up? You know, it's it's very simple. It's the figures don't lie. And I always get a kick out of when someone tells me we're going to look at a car and they want to buy a certain vehicle, and then they'll turn around and they'll say to me, but I need to be 350 a month. 
Okay. Well, you don't go looking to buy a $40,000 vehicle if you're looking to be three fifty a month. So there's one big thing, and before I forget about it, it's the understanding of the contract. And when you look at lease contracts, I'm pretty sure the top of the lease contract reads these words, closed-end lease agreement. If anywhere in that phrase it doesn't say closed and it says open, you better know everything possible about how a lease works. And and more importantly, don't call Gary or I because if it's an open-ended lease where they don't guarantee the end value, we're not helping you get it. Now, the only thing I'm going to say about that is the only open-ended leases I've seen... Ultra-luxury. Ultra-ultra-luxury. But the more expensive the car... The more risk. The more risk. So when you lease a car... The risk of the value at the end of a car in a closed-end lease is 100% the responsibility of the leasing company. In an open-end lease, the value of the vehicle at the end is your responsibility. Now, They're virtually unheard of today, like Gary said. I, I mean, if you went in and you wanted to lease a Ferrari, you know, with a 500-mile you know, or a 200-mile-a-month lease, the, most of those cars, Ferraris, Aston Martins, their leases are open-end, especially when they offer a certified pre-owned lease. And so before, you know, kind of, or to finish kind of with the, the differences between a particular car, they, that $20,000 car that turns into a $400 payment before you put down payment, that same vehicle, if it's the right kind of vehicle, might be a $250 a month or lower monthly payment on a three-year lease. Now, the problem with that $400 payment is that's going to be for at least five years, and none of the warranties go that long really either. And so what ends up happening is the people that go to buy that $20,000 car and can't afford the payment at 400 and then can't afford to fix it if it breaks, well, guess what? They end up getting talked into, whether they realize it or not, adding an additional year so that they can afford the warranty and they can afford the gap insurance and they can afford all these products that they didn't need in the first place had they leased the car. Now they've got a payment that's at least 400 a month, more than likely for 72 months, and they think that they did something that was intelligent because they didn't lease. I can assure you it's what you don't understand often that hurts you far more than what you do. You can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. You can reach Gary at 602-525-1370. We are your Car Insiders. We'll be back after a short break.
Menard Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. NMLS 223916 and 6274, BK 0904164, LO 0914788, EqualOpportunityLender, Chadwick Burks here with a fact that might surprise you. Did you know that the mortgage employees in most FDIC banks aren't required to be licensed? I'm serious. I'm proud that I'm licensed by the state of Arizona and held to a higher standard. Unlike the other guys, I've had extensive education and an FBI background check. I've also passed federal and state exams in mortgage law, financial knowledge, and ethics. Why? Because I serve the people of this state, not the Federal Reserve. So if you want your mortgage done locally and safe, and you want your loan documents reviewed in Arizona, I'm your guy. Call me at 623-703-4568 and see the difference it makes to work with someone who really cares. All types of purchases are refis, 623-703-4568, or visit straightscoopradio.com, straightscoopradio.com. Chadwick Burks with People's Mortgage where your mortgage matters. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back to your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are your Car Insiders. You can always reach me, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We have a website. It's yourcarinsiders.com. There's a contact page on that, and the way that that works is that every email that goes to that contact page comes to me. 
Now, if you specifically want to speak to Dana, you can always email Dana at Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. I have the same email address, except it's Gary at YourCarInsiders.com. I will tell you this. I'm not a big emailer. I'm not a big texter. I'm really – I like to communicate with people on the phone. Uh, Or in person. Yeah. A lot of things can get lost in – in translation, in a text or an email. But here's here here's the thing. Leases have been around for a really long time and they're not going anywhere. And I remember when I got in the car business in 1988, we had an A and a B pencil and the payment was always $100 different. And the people didn't come in to lease a car. They came in to buy a car, but they always questioned, well, what's that lower payment all about? By the way, not to date us, but back then, open-end leases had kind of just ended and Correct. so closed end leases were kind of new yeah, and people had a horrible taste in their mouth from anything they ever did with an open end lease but leasing and we're not going to talk about it much longer it's not a bad word but it's understanding and a lease is just a different way to pay for a car you have agreed upon sale price you have fees involved you have taxes involved you have depreciation involved. You have a money factor involved. If you don't understand exactly how it works, unless you go in and you're trying to get a $40,000 car and you're offering them 200 a month with no money down on a lease and they agree to that, okay? You probably don't need us if they do that. Correct. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Well, Gary, it's, let, me, let me tell about this sweet lady. This lovely woman... Um, who was referred to me from a client that I've helped a few times who was referred by a friend of mine. Well, when she bought her last Mercedes, which was, Gary, help me with this one. It's a C63 Coupe AMG 2014 Mercedes-Benz. Gary, by the way, knows a lot about the luxury cars. And so this one has the 507 package. Are you familiar? Okay. Yeah. And that's about a 10,000 or so package that kicks the horsepower up from about 460 to a little over 500, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 507. But from there, the when she purchased the vehicle, the manufacturer's suggested retail price on the vehicle was 90000 and change. Couple things. The vehicles that she had prior to it, she'd leased two Mercedes in a row. And then on her one prior to this, she went over the miles by about 7,000 miles. And because of the mileage penalty, somehow thought that it would be wiser this time around to buy the car rather than lease it because she didn't want to be exposed to a penalty. And of course, I shared with her that you know you could have simply just leased it for seventeen thousand five hundred miles a year or twenty thousand miles a year. Now, this is a perfect car to discuss about the leasing thing that Dana talked about. You walk into a Mercedes Benz dealership and you want to lease a C three hundred sedan or a C three hundred coupe. There's probably some kind of a subvented lease program. If you add those three letters, AMG, to a lease in a Mercedes-Benz, and I'm not talking the AMG sports package. I'm talking a true AMG car. The lease, there's no special rate. The residuals aren't the greatest. And here's what I look at, though. When you're looking at a $100,000 car, it's your options on how you want to pay for it. Which I agree 
wholeheartedly. That's a nice thing about having money is you can choose to spend it however you'd like to. The difference, of course, is if I assist you or if Gary assists you, we'll show you the ways that you can use your money, the wisest, and then you pick. Now, I'm going to ask you one question. Go ahead. By the way, it gets worse, but go ahead. Okay. There's never in a million years would I want to ever see anybody buy a brand new Mercedes AMG car. I, and so we're on the same page. I, I concur. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. And, and so I, I told her that, that, you know, arguably, and here's the next thing. The, the vehicle currently has 37,000 miles on it, and she got it in June of 2014. Is it worth half? Well, maybe not. And here's the next problem. Um, because the mileage is 37,000 miles, if she were to go to trade it in, being a 14 high dollar, high value, high cost Mercedes, 37,000 miles on a 14 does what to it, Gary? I would venture to guess that you go into a percentage of about 14% of the value of the car for your excess miles. So if you heard that, we're talking about thousands of dollars in penalty for for being less desirable, even though the blue book might say average miles for a 14 is 37,000 today. That's not true if it's a high dollar luxury car. The the next thing, the people that helped her purchase it, when she purchased it, she ended up, of course, purchasing an extended service contract for several thousand dollars. And I don't know the exact amount. I'm sure I'll see that a little bit later. But here's the next thing. Unfortunately, the car's going to need brakes. And Gary and I both know... It's got to be three grand. How about four? Right. And $4,000 to do front and rear brakes. Because I, they probably have rotors that can't be turned. Oh, there's reasons. Yep. And and from there, um, of course, the tires, when you have to replace them on a car like that, you know, they're a little bit more expensive than other ones. But again, the people that are buying these types of cars, they have money. The question is, are they using it wisely? Then an unfortunate thing happened. She got rear-ended. The car's a, got a bad Carfax, let me guess. Not once, but twice. Now, if that vehicle were leased and it had been structured for the mileage that she needed which would have maybe raised her payment $50 a month versus doing the standard mileage, meaning over a three-year period it would have cost her approximately $1,800 to buy that extra mileage she needed up front and then be in a position after three years to simply walk away from the car. Well, by the time sales tax was added, license was added, the warranty was added. The number that I believe she paid had three digits before the comma, over $100,000. That vehicle, I'm not sure what it's worth, but it may not be worth the half that Gary alluded to. Now, we talked about something earlier, and, and we're not bashing on Mercedes-Benz's, but there's probably not a better car to lease. But this is the thing. Leases change from month to month. From model to model. So residuals can change, money factors can change. So I'm in a, an office with two gentlemen, and we're having a conversation, and they turn around, and 
they actually have the exact same car in the exact same color, just a model year different. So I negotiated a deal for one guy, and the other guy negotiated a deal for himself. Now, this is a gentleman that owns three very successful businesses that I know of. He was an extremely successful stockbroker in the 80s and understands cars. So the lease that I negotiated on the hundred and close to $20,000 Mercedes SL550 was close your eyes. And I'm not even going to say the number because I don't want my phone blowing up with people <laughs> calling thing I can get this payment in because that payment's not there. But the difference was this. One guy put five grand down, and the guy who put the five grand down had a $500 a month higher payment. On 36 months, that's $18,000. Plus the five. It's a $23,000 difference in the two leases. Now, let me, let me let you guess. Who do you think had the $23,000 lower lease? The guy I helped or the guy that went himself? I would bet a billion dollars it would be your client, Gary. Now, and part of the problem with what Gary just described is listen to that math on a vehicle that's that expensive. There, what you can sell it for, what you can cap it at if it were a lease, like he was just describing, the difference could be $23,000. Now, the thing to add to it is at the time I helped my friend lease the car, there was $11,000 in dealer cash on the Mercedes. Now, that doesn't mean – so let's just say there was no dealer cash on the car. It's still a $12,000 difference. But here's – here's Say $400, though. He yeah. didn't call you. Yeah. And, and here's the one thing that you have to look at is – we were talking, and my friend said to me that has the lease that's not the greatest lease in the world. Well, maybe I should buy the maybe I'll buy the car at the end. So I said, let me do something. Just give me the VIN number on your car. So his residual in next year is seventy thousand dollars, and I guarantee you, it's not worth that today. MMR, the Mannheim Market Report on vehicles similar to his. It's 56 grand. Well, I now, knew you, I'd be right. You know whose problem that is? His. Actually, the lease company's the not lease company's problem. That's I, the beauty. Now, the, this woman that has this C63 AMG, the problem is 100% hers. And the only thing that's good about this deal is at least she's got a warranty, but she's got $4,000 in repairs she's got in maintenance, not repairs, $4,000 in maintenance. Just for breaks. And in, in this particular case, it, it's, it's again, this is, this is not a stupid lady. This is a very intelligent woman who has had several Mercedes in the past who, unfortunately, because the proper guidance and direction wasn't available to her, relied on the advice and direction that was given by the dealer, I suspect, and felt that it was a good decision. I, I would have never helped her purchase that car conventionally. And the thing that's positive for her is there is no lien on the car, but the money's gone. Okay. Now, how long has she owned the car? 
since June of 14. So let's call it 24, July, August, September. So let's call it 28 months. You with? You there? Oh, I'm, I'm, I know exactly where you're going. So now she paid, let's just say the car with tax and everything was $100,000. And I venture to guess that car's not worth half because of the Carfax issue. But let's just call it half. For argument's sake, let's do it. So now you have $50,000 that you've spent on a car, and Dana's going to get his little calculator, calculator out. out, and he's going to do 50000 divided, divided by, by 28. 1785 dollars and 71 cents. That's the payment on the car. Okay? There's a payment whether you write a check. Now, remember... She paid more than a hundred, and the car's probably not worth fifty, because if a fourteen SL five hundred is only worth fifty six grand, I don't think a C. Now the thing that's killing her car, that AMG car with two accidents on the Carfax, you know, and you know, I'm going to touch a little tidbit on a Carfax. By the way, when you as you do that, keep in mind that what Gary said that. When you have an accident, it's the lease company's problem. It's not your problem. My daughter called me, hysterical crying. Somebody hit her and took off. She thought the lady was following her to get off the exit, and the lady just took off. And me, like an idiot, with everything that I know, I called the police. My daughter has a three-inch scratch on the back bumper of her car, a three-inch scratch, and a bad Carfax now. Okay, And the Carfax is generated by the police report, not by the repair. We're your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. You can always reach Dana, 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. And we will be back next Saturday. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.